0: Uh, you get it fresh, you hit this one by when you come in town Need you right here yeah. oh, You're the queen of giving ideas No, my new friends don't bring a hype here No, you got problems, oh, yeah. but it's not fitting Cause de familia no la tiene que escuchar Yo yeah. capo con los capos y yo soy la mamá Los secretos solo con quien puedo confiar Más te vale no romper la... Hey yo, what's up, what's up, let's keep it real, son Count this money,
1: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah This is Famous Now Stand by for Retro Rockets Today's superstars Community builders Legacy owners Hustlers Champagne poppers And wait, there's more Welcome to Famous Now Your host, the one and only Ladarius Ely Ladarius Ely
0: Welcome to the Famous Now Show, being powered by the Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Hosted by the one and the only Darius Ely, a.k.a. Mr. Never Satisfied. Today's episode is being sponsored by Audiobooks.com. Audiobooks.com allows customers to choose from 125,000 plus of the bestsellers and the hot, hottest titles in the romance, mystery, fiction, and many, many other genres. Audiobooks can be downloaded directly to iPhone or Android by app, Stream instantly from the car, or while making dinner, anytime, anywhere. Sign up with the link that is being dropped in the chat right now. There is a free 30-day trial if you click this link. Being sponsored by the famous Now Show. All right, Gary, give us a little music today, man. I want to be very, very uh, bold in my introduction to such a such a great and uh, strong, strong individual in the radio industry, and I definitely want to have everything set right. All right. Today, we have the opportunity to interview a very, very special guest. She's known as a radio legend, a radio superstar. She has worked for Power 102, K104, ABC Radio, Magic 102, and many, many more. The owner and founder of Fishbowl Radio Network, Miss Sylvia. St. John Martinez, aka Sammy G. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Welcome Sammy. Welcome to uh welcome to the famous now show. Um I'm very excited to dive deep into this interview and um I I hope that we find a lot of gems in this, right? Yes, yeah. Of being on this show. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, none of this would be happening without uh without Miss Sammy. Sammy is um, the reason why the famous now show has moved over to the Fishbowl Radio Network, and we're very, very grateful to say we have a home.
1: Yes, and you know you do. We're very grateful. It was a mutual blessing. We're grateful <laughs> to you, and we'll get into that later, probably.
0: <laughs> For sure. I would like to say, uh, I know I spoke with you on Mother's Day, but I would like to say here, Happy Mother's Day uh, from the, the, Net, the Non-Legacy Network. We're grateful for you. Again, I can just keep on complimenting you all Aww, the through the show. thank you. are such a great person. You bring great energy. Thank you so much for all that you do. Thank and you.
1: Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um, So transitioning into this i'm very interested what i'd like to say is i'd like to give a small disclaimer before i do interview okay i would love to open up the opportunity to get inside of your brain your mind and we dive deep into this interview all right you with
1: i don't know what you'll find in that brain <laughs> but okay
0: she's <laughs> with you let's go okay first and foremost tell us your story Tell us your original your originality. Where are you from?
1: So I'm originally from El Paso, Texas. Okay. I was born uh, really in New Mexico, 30 minutes away from El Paso, is a town called Las Cruces, New Mexico. Okay. I was born there. However, my parents moved like two weeks after I was born to El Paso. Wow. And so I feel like I'm from El Paso, <laughs> right, but right, I have right. a lot of family in the New Mexico area, um, and so I grew up in El Paso, which Is a border town, uh, bordering the uh, city of Juarez, Mexico, and then bordering in New to New Mexico. We're the farthest uh, city in Texas over there on the tip out there. So it's like we're closer to California than we are to Dallas. Wow! Wow. (laughs) If that makes any sense. How many about
0: how many miles you think from So
1: from here to El Paso is anywhere between five or six hundred miles so it t- well it yeah. takes about nine or ten hours okay. and from El Paso to California it takes about nine hours so okay. <laughs> and you pass Arizona and other states so, so you get
0: to see a lot of scenery along the way
1: right so Texas is big because we're you know in Texas but we were over there on that little tip on that corner yeah. bordering you know again uh, the country of Mexico and then bordering the state of New Mexico wow. And uh, further away from Houston, Dallas, Austin. Nice,
0: nice. So did you you spend a lot of time um, in Mexico?
1: We did. You know, back then when it was safe to go over there, you know, we would uh, go over the border and go eat great food and uh, shop there. Uh, A lot of times the groceries were a lot less expensive. Gas was less expensive. (laughs) So, yeah, we would go over and spend the day and and hang out there, definitely. Cool.
0: So from... From being this this kid that's um, born and raised in Texas, basically, mm-hmm. Ms. Ms. El Paso, being um, from El Paso, your family, you started to move around a little bit, um, you guys were in different locations, where did you build a confidence to uh, pursue such a career?
1: So my family didn't move around. They, they stayed there in the El Paso area forever. My siblings now, they all, as they graduated high school, they would move on to different uh colleges around the country my oldest sister was the first to leave the el paso area okay. uh, when she graduated and she got a scholarship to uh, catholic university in washington dc nice. she was the state debate champ in the nice. 5a texas area okay. so she got uh, a scholarship there and she got to live there and and it's still there now and um so my brother, he got a full-paid scholarship uh, for golf. He moved to the University of uh, Arizona nice. and played there. And, and he lives in, still in Arizona. Still in Arizona. Okay. Um, and so so we all yeah. lived in that area. So when I graduated, I followed my sister. I went to the D.C. area because okay. we loved it. When we'd go visit her, we'd, yeah. st- we'd love there. Yeah, yeah. And fast forward since then... Um, I, I have, me, me by myself, I've lived in DC, I lived in Long Beach for a little bit, wow. um, and then I've lived uh, here in the Dallas area. Okay. So I moved around a little bit and uh, I started my radio career here in Dallas in 1989. I originally started in El Paso when I was 17 years old. I was going to college at UTEP, University of Texas at El Paso, and studying journalism and broadcasting. And I was lucky enough to get that first break at a radio station called Power 102, still there. It's still, Power there.
0: One it's still two. there. Power 102. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. And uh, so that's where I got my uh, feet wet as far as being behind the mic. Okay. Started at the bottom with an overnight graveyard shift and then I'd wow. go to school during the day full time and take a full <laughs> load at school. So, that's a
0: real hustle. Yeah,
1: so it was a hustle. It yeah. was It was rough. and. About six months into it, I was getting tired because, again, working overnight, going to college full-time, I was yeah. just, oh, my gosh, how am I going to handle this? And about that time, um, the competition in the town for that radio station was called 93Z. They contacted me and offered me a job to come over and work a midday shift. Wow. So it was quick. It was quick and furious for me. So I worked there for a bit, and, and there at 93Z is where I really started learning and being what we call in the industry a radio rat. That radio a radio rat. rat means you never leave the station. You're just always there, right? You okay. love it so much yeah. that you're just always there learning yeah. and being a sponge. So I got to learn a lot of different things, not just being behind the mic, but I started learning uh, you know, how to market, mm-hmm. how to do radio sales, how to uh, do promotions, mm-hmm. production, every mm-hmm. aspect. I would just always live at the station if I wasn't at the school uh you know trying to get my degree I was at the radio station and the cool thing was that the radio stations in our town were right next to the university like they were all in that same proximity so I was just in that area all the time from morning to night Wow. so I worked there for for a couple years I think two years uh when at the time um my, my ex-husband at the time, got a, when we graduated, got a job offer to come work at the Dallas Times-Herald. At uh, the same time, I got a job offer to go work and do afternoon drive in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we flipped a coin. I lost. We come to Dallas. And then two weeks later, I was on a radio station. <laughs> so it's really been like, a, uh, okay. I always say, you know, it's just been my calling. It's what I'm supposed to do because it's been rather... Or it was rather, you know, easy as I was going through through getting jobs. Like I really and didn't
0: you, you have a great testimony which I'm hoping that we <laughs> get to uh, talk about that a little bit later. But I, I you have a great testimony that the listeners have to hear about, um it's it's very touching but um when you were working in the radio world, like uh-huh. when you moved around, I know you spent you having to spend a lot of time with different celebrities. Yes, lots um, of time. I mean, hey, the first time I met you, we came into your office and you have pictures of all oh, like all type of people. Right. Um, could you tell me about how how is that like? What is that process like? Um, working at a radio station having to do you said like interviews. Uh, interviews over and over like what you're doing right now. Right. Thank you guys. Alright, you, you did this over and over. Not only did you do it, but you did it in different markets. Right? You did it in different markets, all being that low level, high level, like what's the top tier radio station. But
1: so one thing again I was blessed When we talk about markets, markets in radio are determined by the size of the population. So I've been in Dallas since 1989. We're the fourth largest radio market. (laughs) It's the only market outside of El Paso, which is considered a mid-market. El Paso. Uh, So I've only been in this market. In this market. Now, within this market, now you have rankings of radio stations. uh, Like the number one station, two, three, four. Um, Those are all based on the ratings of the station, based on the listeners. Um, Back then, it was arbitrary. Tron ratings and what people would, uh, you know, put down as their favorite radio stations. And then you got a ranking. Nice. And and even in that, I was blessed that every station I worked at here in the Dallas area was always in the top five. Wow. So um, K-104, number one for so many years. Kiss FM, number wow. one for so many years. 100.3 jams. We came in, we got to number two, you know. So I've always had, you know, t- gotten a chance to work with some amazing Program directors that taught me so much and Mm -hmm. radio hosts like Tom Joyner and Kid Craddock, Russ Parr, you know, just great radio people that I got to glean from and learn from and work alongside. So I was very blessed in that way.
0: Absolutely. And and so during that time, uh, you had the chance to interview a lot of different people
1: i did that was one of my favorite parts it still is i actually have a show here on my own network called the interview because it is one of my favorite parts of radio although i love all of radio it is my favorite thing to do is find out people's stories right find out how they got from where they are to where they are today or where they were to where they are and just 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 have conversations with people i love to just have conversations and i got to have so many conversations because Uh, you know, in the 80s, 90s, even early 2000s, because Dallas was the fourth largest radio market and it was the middle ground from Los Angeles to the East Coast, right Mm -hmm. to New York, All those uh, famous celebrities would come and stop here in the Dallas area to promote, whether it was a movie or their music or their concerts were here. And they would always go by the radio stations and just walk in. Sometimes we knew they were coming. Sometimes we didn't, and they just walked in. Um, Would
0: y'all have to prepare on? uh,
1: Oh, yeah, on the fly. I remember one time I got a call on the hotline, which is the (laughs) phone into the studio that only the people that work there have. Yeah, yeah and uh it's not the listen request line and when that little red light goes off you know it's your boss or something important so i picked it up and they said madonna just walked in
0: madonna and
1: we're walking up the hallway and we're going to be inside that studio in about 40 seconds and you better you know be ready so yeah you have to act like you know (laughs) yeah i got this you know you can't let them see you sweat and you've got to just on the fly that song i was playing on the air at that time ended and then Quickly, I had to go into making sure I was pulling up her songs, getting ready wow. with having that conversation yeah. when we were going to ask, but it was not planned because I remember one time the same thing happened with the quarterback, Joe Montana. He came, he was here for a, uh, his nonprofit organization wow. with the Heart Association. Okay. And he wasn't here for a game. We, we like We didn't know. And he just happened to be at this event and somehow he ended up at the station wow. unannounced. And I don't know too much about sports in that way, or football, you know. uh, I'm an athlete, but not in football. So here comes, you know, by the way, Sammy, here he comes down the hall. You're going to have to interview him. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, how do I prepare for this one? Because this isn't someone I can pull up some music. Right. Now I got to, you know, talk to him about why he's here and things of that nature. But always so fun meeting those people that, uh, you know, are celebrities in the sports world or the acting world yeah. or the music industry yeah, yeah. it's very exciting and you can't act starstruck you know you just have to be cool and you have to be calm because you're working it's a profession and you can't be like oh my god this person's <laughs> like even though inside you might be saying it yeah. you know um you just can't let them see you sweat just have to see
0: being that uh that you mentioned in there being that you said uh seeing people like letting people see you you know excited. riled up excited yeah. about it um our, on this show we really like to focus on the upcoming right the right. turn like we need to see we wanna talk about the leveling up and I love to discuss failure failure being a, a stepping stone into where you're going into um during those interviews like during those early times what would be like something that you could remember that was like oh my gosh it could have been totally disastrous or you know something. i don't that, know
1: i guess because my mindset i'm a real extreme optimist yes almost yes. to where it's kind of like you know but you know <laughs> but I, I didn't see anything that way like i just don't I uh, didn't live my life, I don't live my life that way and I don't live my career that way because you're in the moment and you're going to do the best you can do at that time. Yes. And the one thing I always remember my mom telling me as I was growing up was just have fun, just enjoy what you're doing, just smile, yeah. you know, and, and make it comfortable for, for, for whoever's around you, whether, and she wasn't even talking about radio. Fast forward, this was just me growing up. Uh, just be happy smile you know you're not always gonna be prepared there's always gonna be somebody smarter than you somebody you know thinner than you somebody prettier than you somebody richer than you so just be happy and be yourself and be the best you can so you know that's what I grew up with that mentality that mindset And I guess that's why I had that confidence since early on. Um, But then I met my mentor uh, when I was in my 20s here in Dallas. His name is Elroy Smith. Still consider him my mentor. Uh, Probably one of the top three in the radio industry period around the world. And he's, I call him my radio dad. But the one thing he said is, Sammy, have fun. Radio's got to be fun. Have fun. So even in those times when you think you're not, you know, like it's not gonna go perfect or it's not gonna be prepared right as long as you're having fun then the audience is gonna have fun so right. have fun you have know fun. it doesn't have to be like every questions perfect every you know the backgrounds perfect everything yeah. no just have fun and then the listeners will have fun
0: oh, that's beautiful, that's beautiful um, because we always strive for everything to be perfect right right and what you were saying is live in the moment yeah. enjoy enjoy just a little bit to where you can smile and, 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 and be happy like right. in those life um, I, I love that enjoy loved it. the
1: process don't try to reach for perfection because it's an illusion yes. try to reach for progress try to reach for you know the process enjoy the process the yes. journey And when interviewing some of those A-list celebrities, just they're people knowing that they're human and they just want to be spoken to like you would speak to your friend and you want to make them comfortable. One thing I remember is that a lot of times they'd say, okay, so-and-so is going to come in for an interview you've got, they're only going to be here 30 minutes. And then they'd end up staying one or two or the whole show sometimes we were on four hours. Because you make them feel comfortable yeah, and yeah. You, you have fun with them and yeah. you treat them like they're just anybody else, right? And you don't ask the same questions that everybody else is probably going to be asking yeah. on their tour to promote whatever they're promoting. You know, you look for things and questions that are going to be, I guess, more humanitarian and more about who they are as people, not necessarily of what they do, mm-hmm. but who are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh
0: Speaking of that, you got to you got to interview a lot of people, but you worked at so many different stations, mm-hmm. right? So even in that aspect you made a lot of history because you worked you see you mentioned Russ Parr. Right. Um, Tom Joyner Roddick. Yes. I would love to know your top KCBS. five yes. I would love to know your top five radio personalities of all time. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, gosh, when we look at, I think the number one radio person that I thought was just amazing in observation of how he worked, who he was as a human being, just all around, it's going to have to be Kid Craddock. Wow. It's going to have to be just talented, always shining the light on his co-hosts to the fact that since he passed, that show still, years later, it's called The Kid Craddock Show. That's the only radio show in history that has still survived when the main person is not even living. But that's a testament to how he shined the light on everybody and those co-hosts made him just as big as he he was. So, that's huge, you know, and and he was just creative and he was fun and he was um, a giver. And just his whole demeanor, I learned so much from him. Uh, of course Tom Joyner is great Russ Parr is great Uh, they're all different in their own unique way Uh, Bo and Jim icons in this market uh, in the rock industry I worked with them just great to watch that duo that was a duo you know and so that was interesting to see Um, but it's hard to put them in a ranking but if I had to I would give the medal to Kid
0: that sells it right there I like that and with that, we transition into a little game I like to call This or That. All right. I'm certain we do this or that every <laughs> single day uh, when we make our choices. So. I know you played this game. Um, it's going to be a little fun. Uh-oh, is
1: that like the family music? Oh, we the got the, game show, the
0: game show music going. Music? Oh, thank you. Thank go, you, Gary. <laughs> Gary's rocking that over
1: there. <laughs>
0: oh, we got the game show music going. So, Sammy, we're going to start it off with a little, a little simple one right now. But uh, let's go pineapple pizza or candy corn?
1: Pineapple pizza.
0: Ooh, tell me why. <laughs>
1: because candy corn is so little it'll be gone in a flash i'm a girl that likes to eat that would be you know pineapple pizza i remember the first time i tried pineapple pizza they were like pineapple pizza i said uh nah but they said just try it and it was off the chain i have a host here he's actually the very first host we ever had at fishbowl and he's still here Candyman. and he will post about anyone that likes pineapple pizza just he just can't he's like (laughs) He's like, no, y'all are wrong. Like that, there's no something wrong with you. He has
0: a dry. He's trying, and he's like, there is something
1: wrong with you, but it's good, good. right? I I like.
0: I have to have the chicken. Chicken is pineapple (laughs) I I might need to stop by the store after this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's go with uh, this. Let's go. Now, I know that you have a lot of little ones in your family, like around you. Um, So I want, I want to hear this one. But talking pets or talking babies.
1: Talking babies.
0: <laughs> How would that be, like, talking babies? Imagine that. Yeah,
1: I'd love it. I'd love it because you want to know what they're thinking, what they're this, saying. This is true. Especially the worst thing for a mom or a grandma is when they're not feeling well, they can't tell you what's yeah. hurting. So if they could tell us, right? Yeah. That would just eliminate so much stress for parents and grandparents. So, yeah, we'll let the, the dogs keep barking. <laughs> the, I need a talking baby. Talking baby. Yes.
0: I definitely like that. Um... My son is two now. And uh-huh. I would love to know what he's thinking all the time. Right. I would really love to. Know well, you're
1: that. almost there. Yeah. Because my grandson's three and he's just jabbering he's and talking on, and so much. Yes. That's
0: fine. I know you enjoyed it. I know you enjoyed it. I that am. A
1: lot. I definitely am.
0: All right. Let's go to number three guacamole salsa.
1: Oh, gosh. Well. Eeks, that's a tough one because I'm Latina, okay, so yes. it's just part, for us, it's just part of our daily life, both of them, right? <laughs> so it's hard to say which one, but if I had to just choose one, it would be my husband's salsa. It is famous. It is so good. Wow. Nobody makes a salsa like my husband. Wow. So as much as I love guacamole and avocados, I'm mean, and I mean, I love them, yeah. I cannot live without my husband's salsa.
0: Sometimes you just know what's better. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. You definitely have to bring some sauce around now. I
1: will. I'll bring you guys some. It's so good. So good. All
0: right. Vacation or staycation?
1: Oh, another tough one, right? Because sometimes when I go on a vacation and I come back, I think I need a vacation from the vacation, (laughs) right? (laughs) And then I've had nice staycations, but then I'm like, but I want to see the world. So. You know what? For me, vacation. My vacation. true core is I love to see new places. I love to experience new new environments yeah. and see the world as much as I can. Nice.
0: Since being here, I haven't had the opportunity, but I hear staycation is very big in this area. Yes, because
1: there's so many beautiful hotels here. And also, it's such a vast area that you can feel like you're away from your area when you're like, let's say, for instance, I'm in the Arlington area, right? If I go stay somewhere in Plano or... You know, way out in in an area that's about an hour or 30 minutes away, you're, I'm going to feel like I'm on a vacation. Yeah, Because yeah. it's a whole new environment. Yeah. So you, you definitely should try that.
0: Definitely looking into that. Thank you. Oh, uh, no. Nah, I, I really want to go with this one i really want to know would you like to attend a party or host a party you seem like the attend. life of the
1: party attend a party attend a party. oh yes i am not the greatest host <laughs> my husband is a great host i okay. am not and you know what's funny is you said you just said something you go oh you seem like you're the life of the yeah, party the and really party. i'm an introvert i am a big really? introvert yes really you'd be surprised yes and most people that are in the media a lot of them the bigger percentage of them are introverts so because if you think about it Darius we're in a room in here and even though we might be being heard by hundreds of thousands of people around the world there's only you and me and Darius in here so there's not a lot of people and I like that I'm not good in big crowds like I don't know I get anxious I just you know as long as there's a barrier in between you know I can get up and do a speech in front of 5,000 people (laughs) But I'm here in the state, you know, and I'm not there. Yeah. So if I'm, like, they're around me, and I'm, like, they, it drains my Close. energy. Yeah. Wow. But I, my favorite place is in my room with a good book and a good cup of coffee or a glass of wine. Nice. Um, just by myself.
0: Nice. <laughs> you, you, shattered, you shattered one of my next questions about... Uh, or buy coffee or wine, that was great. That was great.
1: Both. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Now, nah, I have to know this. As a boss, as a boss, messy desk or clean desk?
1: Right now, my my desk is very messy. Because <laughs> we moved in February and here it is, right. man. I'm still trying to get organized. Right. But I, my heart, my my desire is to be a clean desk. Clean but desk. when you're in radiant, so many things are coming at you. You know, uh, it just it's hard to do. It's is hard is to a do. messy
0: messy desk uh, indication of like something's great is going on. It's a rapid, rapid pace?
1: No, I think it's just a lot's going on. A lot's that there's on a it. lot and you don't have enough time to get to yeah. it all. Because my nature is to be, you know, minimalist. I love minimalism. I love a clean, you know, simple, classic. You can see yeah. by the colors yeah. and just simple. Uh, not a lot, you yeah. know, so that you can really highlight what's important, which is like you guys yeah. the hosts. Yeah. Um, so that's my taste, is just classic and minimalist and simple. It's beautiful. But if you go to my office right now, it looks chaotic. <laughs>
0: hey, but it's, it's nice. It's, it's a very yes. nice um, studio. It's one of the most beautiful buildings in the DLW. I love and it. And we are overlooking a lot of things. Yes. Right so Fishbowl
1: has been blessed throughout. Its, uh will be 13 years old September nice. uh, 1st of 2022, and we've been blessed that uh, for 10 years, we, would, we were at Arlington Downs Towers, and that was a beautiful building. And then we were at the Globe Life Stadium, which obviously it was a stadium. Yeah. It was amazing. And then now we're here in this uh, uh, beautiful facility. That This one's been my favorite, actually, so far. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it a lot.
0: Okay. Um, we have a couple more, and then we will be uh, transitioning to some more serious topics. Okay. But... uh. Would you prefer a company retreat or a company holiday party?
1: I would prefer a... I think I would want to retreat by myself and then I'll have a company party <laughs> with the crew. Nice. <laughs> yes,
0: a retreat is necessary. Yes. Yes, beautiful. Okay. And if you could learn one other language, if you could learn another language, um, I'm sure you may know a few if you could learn another language what would it be and why
1: so i know spanish fluently of course. i okay. wish i had learned french better i know a little bit yeah uh, because my father uh the, my last name saint john is french his grand, his father was french mm-hmm. french canadian actually and uh, but i grew up more on the border with my mother's uh language which is was spanish and also um my dad's mom is also Mexican too, so I wish I would have learned a little bit more French okay. to learn that that heritage yeah. that I have inside of me. And yeah. I think it's a beautiful language too. Yeah,
0: I um I tried to learn French, and wow, it's it's it's, it's difficult. Yeah,
1: I tried too. I took a, a class in college, and I was like, yeah, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something though um, to to want to know because it's a great it's a it's a lot of great things happening around the world it's opening up a lot of different positions and um being able to be bilingual or have dual language yes
1: trilingual Trilingual.
0: yeah it's it's a thing that's very needed in 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 our world well and i'm
1: seeing that my granddaughter she's 10 and in her school they're teaching her um Uh, it's not Chinese, Uh, what is it called? Mandarin. Mandarin. So so she's growing up learning, you know, she knows English. Yeah. She knows Spanish. Wow. And now she's learning Mandarin. And so since she started in kindergarten there, now in fourth grade, she really knows it really well, the Mandarin. Wow. So that's really cool. I think that they teach them the different variety of languages early on.
0: Yeah. The early on part is uh, with the plus, you know Yeah,
1: because I think once we're older it's so hard to yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to <laughs> get it into our skulls.
0: Okay, okay, uh one last question. And I like this one because I know now that I know that you're an introvert. Uh, yes. I, I feel comfortable saying that I'm an introvert as well. And now that I know that you're an introvert and I know that it's a task to sometimes get up and speak in front of people.
1: Well that part's not a task. You love that. I love, it. I, I, love I, it. I yeah, and I never get nervous. Really? Yeah, it's easy. How do you do that? How I do don't you not know. Get nervous? I don't know. Since I was little, I don't know. I just don't have that fear of getting up and they say it's the number one fear yeah, to get up and yeah. speak. And I just I'll jump on that stage behind that mic. There I'm I have no fear. I don't get do nervous. You, do you
0: have any tactics? Not, Nothing, just
1: It's just the way I've been. I have no fear getting up in front of a thousand people i have more fear going on a one-on-one let's say on a date like a date with my husband the first time we went on a date it's just him and me like i i my palms were sweating i was nervous (laughs) but then i could get up in front of a thousand people and nothing yeah so i don't know Um. because there's it's not for me one-on-one is so much more intimate right when you're in front of a lot of people there's, again, still that barrier when you're behind mm-hmm. the mic and you're speaking, you're presenting, mm-hmm. you're there to present, they're there to absorb and listen and learn. Right. And then that's it, you all go your own ways, right? It's not, it's not right here, yeah. right? So, yeah, I don't know. I have no, I'm fearless when it comes to that, all right? I just didn't have that gene.
0: No, well, now that you said that, I would like to ask you this question. Would you prefer to do a TED Talk Or a White House speech, if you had to do either one?
1: I would prefer to do a White House speech. Wow. Because then that means I would be someone that had some level of authority and power to make changes in the world uh, that would affect, you know, people's lives. Yeah. Where a TED Talk is awesome, a lot of people see it. However, are you going to be able to make an impact, you know, in our government to Mm. where it affects a lot of lives? Right. So, ah. definitely plus i love dc it's my second home <laughs> my sisters live there my parents live there now so
0: dc is a beautiful yeah it's my place. second home now yeah. so because i'm
1: always you know up there and i lived there for yeah. four years but but yeah definitely would like to do a white house speech it's
0: beautiful yes okay. all right that's cool now for this segment um it's more like the advice portion um, I say I saved your testimony cuz I man I, I I we have to close with that testimony. It's okay. so beautiful. Um but in this portion it's more for advice. Okay. We want to see uh we want to see some some great people go on to do some great things. Yes. We have uh we have kids that are watching, we have adults that are watching that may be interested. And leveling up and advancing in their life. Yes. Um, I would love to speak with you about about what that takes. What that takes the will, the, the determination. Of course, God. We can't do First anything without God. Yes. First and foremost, it's we can't gotta do it without. Start it. There. Yeah. Um, but being that someone may be interested in being a a radio. Legend like yourself. um, and, and I know you will say, no, no, no dares. I don't want to, don't want to say legend, but.
1: Well, legend only means you're old.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> when
1: people say, you're a veteran or you're a legend or you're an icon. Okay, thank you. Yes, I'm old. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It's not. a polite way of saying you're old. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but someone wants to get into this field they want to develop they want to do uh some of the things that you are doing yes what advice would you give them like where to start what advice would you?
1: so give them? i'm going to tell you three things okay. okay one make sure that when you decide what it is that you want to do with your life as your life profession right it's got to be something that you enjoy it's got to be something that you're not saying oh My friend so-and-so does it, so I want to do it, too, because it looks cool and it looks fun. Is it for you? Is it ordained for you? Is it purposed for you? And the only way to find that out is if you, you know, take time to go in prayer and ask your designer, the Lord God, and ask him and and take time to listen to see what did he create you for? And usually it's things that come natural to you since you were a kid. Since you were little like since i was a kid i was talking when you were talking about talking baby i think i was talking when i was a baby so okay. I mean, that, that came natural to me i was a communicator from the get-go yeah using my voice using the, the words you know so um that's that was just part of me and who my makeup was and how he designed me now mm-hmm. there's different professions that i could have gone into that use that skill mm-hmm. and so i was able to I have some parents that were very intuitive and say, okay, what are those skill sets where you can use that? What are those jobs that can use that, which comes natural to you? Because I remember my dad saying, when you pick a job, you're gonna be spending more time at that place than you do with your own family. So it better be something you really, really have a passion for and you love. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the money, because if you have a passion and a love, you'll have the grit and the wherewithal to go through it and the money will come. So seek out that which comes natural to you, which you love. So I'll give you an example, my daughter, from the day she was, she could hold a pencil or a crayon, she was always painting and coloring and that's what that was like all the time when I would say, where is she? What is she doing? She was drawing something on the wall or on the pavement. She always had paint on her shirt on her (laughs) fingers. This just came natural. So we just kind of helped her develop that skill because it was natural from a baby and now she's a makeup artist (laughs) by profession you see what i'm saying so you got to find what's natural for so like she tells me mom when i'm working it doesn't even feel like work because that was something god put in her that gift that love for paints whatever art you know and now she's doing that she found a profession where she could incorporate that gift and she can make a living so that's number one number two find somebody that you can mentor under Find somebody that's doing what you want to do once you decide what it is and find someone that's doing what you want to do and ask them if you can mentor with them. Um, You know, when you have a good mentor, it's everything. It's everything because they're going to help give you shortcuts. You're going to save a lot of time, money, and energy if you have a great mentor or coach that will help you because they've already been where you are and they can help you get you there quicker. Yeah by their experience by their wisdom by their knowledge so that's really important and number three you have to do the work yeah i would say it's not going to land on your lap because you're cute it's not going to land on on your lap because of who you know who you know might get you in but what you know keeps you in Mm. so you have to work Mm. you have to do the grind and i think that in my observations here Mm -hmm. in the last probably five to yeah about five years Mm -hmm. that seems to be missing in a lot of our youth um the grit the the work ethic the I just don't see it there as I did back in the day as when I was growing up you do find it but it's far and few between and so you got to do the work to get the results yeah period end of sentence yeah so if you're willing to do the work If it is your passion, you are willing to do the work and go that extra mile. And if you know it's what God ordained for you, then go for it. Be fearless. Do it.
0: I like that. (laughs) I really like that. Yes. I feel like that uh, spoke to me Um, because even though um, we have obligations, we do so much um, in between conversation back and forth about this network and everything that's going on. Beautiful things, I often catch myself wondering how I could work the way that you do. I mean, we talked we talked yesterday, you told me about like, hey, I worked very late last night. Yes. Stay. <laughs> well, I stayed. Well
1: Gary's in the room and somebody told me the other day, Gary, you don't know this, but you were in the production room with someone, I don't know who, and somebody might have heard you saying this to them. But basically, you were talking about my work ethic to somebody. (laughs) Do you remember that? And you said, what did you say? I didn't know. They just said, hey, Gary was saying you really work really, really hard. And and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. See, I didn't know. I just heard it through the grapevine. What did you say? Yeah. Yeah yeah
0: She's so except for working. saturdays <laughs> saturdays <laughs> yeah. no okay. well i
1: used you know when i first opened fishbowl and we're going on 13 years for many many years i was here seven days a week even when yeah. we were closed on sunday i'd come up here and work or work, yeah. work and i was here the you know i was here all those hours from morning to night my husband had to sacrifice time with me my kids had to sacrifice yeah. time with me so you know that's why i incorporate them as much as i can in the business yeah. so i can see them but um you you have to know it's your purpose it's your calling and it's what you do and so you have to put in the work if not it's not going to sustain and um you know as 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 it grew and we developed better systems and we had more manpower and all that stuff then i was able to finally say okay i need saturday off to give that you know date night with my husband and then sunday my family time god's time and then go back to the grind monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday But if I probably, if I wasn't married, I'd probably be up here Saturday. I'd probably be up here Sunday. Like, I'm a radio rat. So I was always, when I go in on something, I'm going to go full in. I'm going to go 150, you know, probably
0: 200. (laughs) 200%. Okay. So
1: um, you have to if you want to get results, I think, you know, so go all in. Go home or, you know, go hard or go home go all in and we're actually in a transition area because we had gotten to this place in our company Mm -hmm. where things were just running smooth Mm -hmm. the the, the numbers were great we were growing every year and then Mm -hmm. COVID hit and and we took a hit like a lot of people Uh, and we took a hit here as well too so we're now I'm having to come back and start it feels almost like I'm starting over and rebuild and get back to the place that I was at
0: I'm so glad you said that I think that'll be the perfect transition into your testimony because what you stated was that we're starting from bottom of It again. seems like we're
1: starting. So it I seems. would love to <laughs>
0: I would love for you to uh I would love for you to tell that beautiful testimony that you told me the day I walked in this building. Um, there's
1: so much testimony. To it's, this it's, place. it's so big. There's so, so many big. stories. There's stories <laughs> within so the stories, big. right? Yeah. There's stories. There's the testimony of yeah. Fishbowl. There's the stories within the stories of hosts.
0: <sighs> I, I uh, have, so I
1: don't even know where I would begin. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe let's start at the the Fishbowl thing. The from from the very first download that God okay. gave. Okay,
1: so I'll do that really quick because that was the origination of Fishbowl. Is uh, so basically I'm working in radio. I'm working in the industry. I'm working mm-hmm. for clear channel, and I've got my job I'm good and I'm also teaching at a school called American Broadcasting School a couple of days a week I teach some classes and um, I'd been teaching for about a year and a half two years and I get home one day uh, After working my radio gig and my phone rings and out of the blue one of the big morning men in this town um, called me and said hey they didn't re-sign my contract. I just lost my gig and I was like, oh my goodness. And they were very upset. They were not happy. And they called me because they knew I was just, I'm an, I'm an encourager, I'm a motivator. Uh-huh. They just wanted to hear some wisdom. They just wanted to hear some motivation, some prayers. So after I got off that phone call, literally about 30 minutes later, the phone rings again. And this time it's one of my students that had graduated from Ameri- uh, American Broadcasting School almost two years prior and she's upset. She's like, you know, I'm not finding a job. I, I, this is what I want to do. And I'm like, look, I just got off the phone with one of the best in the business. He just yeah. lost it. I go, just be patient, hang in there, you know, and gave her advice, gave yeah. her encouragement. Don't give up on your dream. So after I, I was like, that was strange that I get these two calls. One from someone who wants to get in. One, one from someone who's been in and is great and is out. Um, and I just literally went into my prayer closet, my closet where I keep my clothes. I've sectioned half of it off as a prayer closet. I have a little prayer closet and everything. And I keep a little basket with a journal, my Bible, you know, just a little, a little cushion and my prayer closet. <laughs> and so I went in there and I just had this overwhelming gratitude and I was just thanking God for A still having a job because many people were getting downsized in 2009 because of the economy and technology. And then B, that I had gotten the break at 17, like this young girl had gotten, that I had gotten the break so easily. So I was just in in a state of gratitude and a state of thankfulness, like, thank you, God. And I said, what can I do so that I can continue to encourage these two groups of people, the ones that wanna break in and the ones that are losing their jobs, what can I do? And I think he actually took me literally because I really meant to say, what can I say to them? But I didn't. I said, what can I do? Mm -hmm. And then, boom, just like that, I got the download and I got my little journal. That's why I keep my little notebooks there next to me because when I hear him, I write down what he says. And it's like we're having this conversation and I'm Mm -hmm. trying to write it down as fast as it's coming. Yeah, yeah. So I start writing it down. And then when it's finished and all of a sudden then I go back and I always read what he tells me. And basically what he said to me is what Fishbowl is today. It's what it became. He wanted me to start a, he he called it the new radio, which was all going to be online and digital. He said, you know, uh, and make it a place not just for people that want to be in radio to come, but for anyone that wants to have a voice and that give people that, ability to empower them and just went on and on and on so yeah so that was the scene and so I just obeyed what it said on that paper and here we are 13 years later and there was no business plan there was no it's that journal it was do this and there was many things in this that I didn't know because I'm from the <laughs> FM world yeah. uh, there was a lot of digital that I don't know you probably laugh at me you help me with digital stuff and I'm asking <laughs> you these questions because <laughs> no. I'm not technical you know I didn't grow up in that world yeah. but he said I will provide those areas and those people of where you lack I will bring you bring what you've you know mm-hmm. what I've I've blessed you with to teach you yeah. and and I didn't bless you for you I blessed you for you to do what I'm asking you to do now
0: I think that's the greatest portion of that story. Like, um, I when we when we talked about it initially, like, you you can instantly feel God God's presence around that, the yes. aura, the the that everything about that was an experience. Yes. Um Yes. And God took you through that. For you to be here today. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. And
1: there's, there's still, he's going to continue even within the 12 years of fishbowl. There's, there's obstacles, you know, we get blessed and then there's an obstacle. We get blessed and there's an obstacle, but all those obstacles are there to teach us, to grow us, to make us more resilient, to make us stronger. Mm -hmm. The key is to keep on going, to not give up and not stop until he has another plan for you. Mm -hmm. And there was times that I asked him, are we done now? Should we stop now? Can I stop now? (laughs) And he was, yeah. not yet, not yeah. yet. But one day he may say, yes, now, you know, I don't know. I follow his lead. I go and seek advice from him. Uh, and I've learned that when I don't and I do it Sammy's way, it usually doesn't come out right. So I'm trying to learn to be more patient and ask him first before I move forward on things. Yeah. Cause it's easy to get caught up in your own wanting to do things yeah. a certain way. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're human, and but uh, that's why I say it's important that if it's meant for you, that it's going to be for you. Okay, And that doesn't mean I'm the only one that it's meant for. There might be many people that it's meant for to do this same kind of thing, and yeah. I wish them luck. But there's many people that have come in and see it and they go, oh, I want to do this too. And then they go try it and it doesn't work because is it really what they were meant to do? Right. Was it their calling? Was it ordained from God? Or was it they something they saw? thought oh that would be cool to do you have to ask yourself is it what I'm meant to do is it has the maker told me this is what I'm supposed to do and that goes back to go way back to when you were little what came natural to you what almost seemed like when you were doing it, the time just flew by
0: yeah
1: that's what you should be doing because that's the gift he put in you now just figure out how can you make a living out of that (laughs) what professions exist that require that gift it, and, and connect them too and then you'll be happy because you're living in your purpose you're, you're, you know what your gifts are so go back so now that you have a little child start watching him watch the things that come natural to him yeah because that's the thing the, the gifts that God put in him
0: yeah that's wonderful <laughs> that's a wonderful does that make sense no that's there's pure yeah that's a very pure form of what Man, I'm, I'm just grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful to have known you, to be here, to talk, to, talk with you. Um, that, that was beautiful.
1: And you walked in. You were one of those testimonies in that chapter, in that book. I'm all right. Because <laughs> there's so many different people that have come through here, not just from crew people, but from people of clients. And they have their individual stories and yeah. things. Uh, you just met one I'll have to tell you one day the story of Talisha and uh, Kenneth that just yeah, walked out sure. but that's a whole testimony story yeah. there with them and Fishbowl but uh you know, I was wanting to move into doing, putting the shows of Fishbowl onto Spotify and Google Play and all that, and I really had no clue how to do it. Someone had attempted to at one point, but not, that never came off the ground. I didn't even know about it then <laughs> when I found out about it. I was like, okay. Uh, but then you walked into my office randomly. I don't even know how did you get here.
0: I uh, think we maybe talked like a day or so. But how did you it.
1: find Fishbowl?
0: Um so when i moved to when i initially moved to De- texas i actually was looking up places on um, that do podcasts. okay and i i seen it I, I i remember seeing fishbowl years back when but i never attempted then i was afraid i was afraid to oh, step out
1: never be afraid right right this, afraid. this this lets
0: you know right now that's a so a full circle yes, experience, right? Yes. Yeah, and I'm here today because... because
1: right, that. but so you found us on Google mm-hmm. or wherever mm-hmm. and then he walks in the door not too long ago and as I'm talking to him about his show, he starts telling me, you know, I already do a podcast and I'm like, where do you push it out? He's like, Spotify, this. And I go, really? How do you do that? He's like, oh, I do this. And oh, by the way, I graduated with a master's degree in <laughs> digital marketing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? He starts showing me all this stuff and I'm like... Oh my God! Do you think you could do this? He's like, Oh yeah, that's easy. I got you. And, and <laughs> like, here it was, right? So you bless me, like right at that time, just like he said. He told me, God will always bring the people you need when you need them. Yeah. And uh, that that has happened so far. Yeah. So, uh, you know. We'll see. We'll see when it's supposed to be. Like right now, I'm looking for an admin, a really good admin person. Yes. Uh, my admin of five years, she got a great job from actually one of our hosts here who's still here. Wow. He stole her from me. <laughs> uh, but she, but he could offer her so much more than I could. And I'm, ha- I'm happy for my Jamie, who was with me five years. We're still great friends, and she still helps when she can. But I'm looking for that. But, uh, you know, God will bring the right person when they're supposed to be here. Yeah. Um, and I just... You know, we just keep on trucking and doing what he asks us to do each day. So, hey, imperfectly perfect is what we say. Imperfectly it's perfect.
0: It's beautiful. I mean, the things that I've learned about in this interview is for one, um, your story is your story. Your what is destined for you is destined for you. That's it. <laughs> and most importantly, follow God. Period. Follow God, period.
1: Trust him. Obey. When he tells you something, don't hesitate. Don't think twice. Just
0: do it. That's beautiful, guys. This has been another episode of the Famous Now show. This has been a very, very great one. We thank you. Miss Sammy Miss, I, I have to call you your, your real name Ms. Nobody Sylvia. calls me that Nobody <laughs> calls me that I don't like Ms. that name no, Saint no, no. John Martinez. I like Sammy I'm a Ms. Sammy I'm, just no, I'm Sammy. grateful for you Miss Sammy G I'm grateful uh, for you We look forward to having you on again Hopefully I wish we can have a recurring thing yeah. I'm proud of the impact that you are creating Um, Everybody look to your neighbor And tell them Stay famous
1: Stay night. famous.